We have here Rory. Rory was actually the matchmaker on The Real Housewives hey. a week ago. Hello, love. Hello. How are you? Good to see you, love. Good to see you too. So we got you here for several different reasons. One is let's gossip about Housewives. What was it like taping the show? It was definitely entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> you, I mean, you live in New York. You're you're a hustler here in New York. Um, you knew the show clearly. I knew the show. Watched it for so many years. Seen people come and go. Right. How did you get? How did you get on? How did it all happen? Actually, it's very interesting. Carol and I happen to have a mutual friend. Ooh. So he actually introduced Carol and I. Although Carol and I met each other in 2014. I was doing my job at the Four Seasons when it was the Four Seasons back in the day of the restaurant. Yeah, mm-hmm. Love that place. Yes, everybody. everybody. I mean, the power lunch of New York City. Absolutely. Were so you there having lunch? Yes, I was. And Carol was there too having lunch? Carol was there having lunch. Of course, me being me, I just decided <laughs> I was going to give Julie and the maitre d' my business card. No. And I said, please give this to Miss Radswell. <laughs> I love it. And he did. And wouldn't you know that all of a sudden she was sitting with a gentleman. It didn't look like a date, so I didn't think I was interrupting. She called me over to the table. Oh, she did. And she was really cool. She's cool. She's cool. And uh, she, we started talking, and I had just read her book, The Widow's Guide to Sex and Dating. Great yeah. book. So that was, you know, really fun to talk about. And we chatted for about like 15 minutes. I went back to my seat, gave her my card. Probably didn't think, you know, Miss Radswell really needs me. Right. As <laughs> she was probably, you know, just doing her thing, dating and whatever, being a single girl. <laughs> and suddenly I get a phone call. It was two weeks later. My stepson tells me, Guess what? I go, what? He goes, you are in the New York Times style section. What? So Whoa. I said, wait, what am I wearing? Because <laughs> that's the only thing Obviously. I'm caring about. First question. <laughs> what were you wearing? Yeah, I'm curious. Nobody cared what I was wearing, but they cared what I had to say. Okay. Explain what happened. So you were in there because of the meeting with Carol? Yes. Cool. So Carol was sitting with a New York Times person that was writing about her book like a journalist oh, so she's like a reporter who was yes, probably doing a, a profile exactly with the style section it ended up on the style that section that makes sense and they talked about you being cheeky ballsy brave right. enough to walk over to the table exactly I love that so, so then how did that lead to you getting on the Real Housewife show so fast forward four years later there's a mutual friend that we have his name is Franco we Franco and I got into business together as in the company we also do gay dating Oh, hey. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So he had said to me, you know, I'm really friendly with Carol from The Real Housewives. I was like, oh my goodness, I love Carol. She's so sweet. Because in the article, honestly, she it presented me in a really nice way. That's good. It wasn't yeah. negative at all. It was really Because it could go either way. Because you could sure. be the freaky person that stalked her and gave the car and mm-hmm. interrupted her lunch. But you were presented in a good way. I like to hear that. It was class and not crass. Look at you. Gentlemen. I you. love so that. So then they invited you to come on the show to what? Match up some of the ladies? So Carol, Carol and I actually met in an event just coincidentally with Franco. We were at a Du Jour magazine event. Du Jour. Du Jour, darling. Du Jour. And Carol and I started talking and she said, I think that you know, all the girls are single. I think this would be such a great way for you to come on the show and such a fun storyline. And I think that you'd be perfect. Like, you're so New York. And I was like, and I really do know these bitches. Yeah. I've been watching them for 10 years. <laughs> oh, of course. Did you, did you find any of them dates? I did. Oh, did oh. Which one? So I've worked in the past with Ramona mm-hmm. and obviously Carol. Carol is with Mr. Red Scarf. No. 
Yes. So the young guy who was the chef who she was dating that was Luann's chef, that was dating Luann's niece or something, he's gone. He's gone. I think they're friends. Got it. You know? And now Carol's dating the guy in the red scarf that was on the episode. And that's because of you? Yeah, it's because of me. You Get it, matchmaker. Girl, yeah. So we have to ask you a few questions. What? How, <laughs> how do you become a matchmaker? Yeah. First? How did all that? Happen? I'm always curious about that too. Like, is there like an epiphany that it's the, this is the career choice that you need to make, or how does that work? I was always in fashion, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you right? look gorgeous. Okay. BT, you look like a real housewife of New York, and, and that's a compliment. <laughs> They're always put together and yeah, gorgeous. I and, think it's a compliment. Yeah, it's absolutely. Compliment. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Well, thank you. Guys. Of course. Except you don't have a drink in your hand. Yeah, so where's the, the martini? <laughs> <laughs> it's five o'clock somewhere. Oh, yeah. no, for those girls. So you were in fashion, and then how did that come into matchmaking? I actually met my husband, my current husband, that I'm married to for 18 years through introduction. Okay. And I was 22. Married to my ex-husband, divorced, had a child at 23, divorced at 25, went to my gynecologist one day, needed to be checked out, and the next thing he knew, he said to me, well, why aren't you having another baby? I'm like, oh no, birth controls, you know, we're done, we're not having another baby, we're getting divorced. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, maybe you might need more of the birth control now. (laughs) And I said to him, no, right now I'm good. Right, right. And long story short, he was like... You know what? I have an amazing guy for you. Your gynecologist. My gynecologist. Well, yeah, I mean. That's a good sort of referral. It's the best referral. I'm clean. I'm checked out. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Right? Oh. And then how did that result in you becoming a matchmaker? So here I am. I met my husband. I'm married for 12 years. We have six kids together. I have three biological three stepchildren muscle tall which are like really like a modern day Brady Bunch (laughs) and I was home for 12 years and my husband was like honey I think like you know you, you need to do something. You're too smart to just be at home, a.k.a. Get you're spending too much money. Get the hell out. <laughs> yeah, get out of sacks, please. But you had 12 years of it, so you did right. great. So I on the 12th year, he was like, you need to get a job. Right. So, and then? And then I ended up seeking out a life coach because I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to really do like the fashion thing anymore. If I'm not my own boss at this point, it's going to be ridiculous. Like, I don't have to do this. Makes sense. And this person who was my life coach, who is my business partner today, after getting to know each other for close to a year, offered me an opportunity to create a service, something really sexy and something really that caters to the power players of New York, Ooh. where we vet everyone. Joey, you'll never get in. No, <laughs> I was just going to say, where's my application? Joey, you'll never be a client. No, but I do think that's a thing in New York too. You always feel like you can find someone better here because it's such a small place and there's so it's many also a people. mistake, though, of New York. Everyone's always looking for that next best thing. And that's what I was going to say. Everybody's looking for the power. next best what, thing. What, what's the biggest mistake in your experience people make when trying to find a date? They really do not give people a chance. Yeah. You know, it's so different. You know, when someone opens their mouth and they start, start speaking to you, you could feel if there's chemistry. Do I want to hear what this person has to say? Or are they just a good-looking idiot? Right. Mm-hmm. Which is useful, too. Like, right. if you're single... And for, you're a fine, like, fine <laughs> for a night. Yes. For, for a, a night. For a night. Right. But we want to create long-lasting relationships, and that's why the vetting and the personality profiling is so important. You've had enormous success, though. You're being modest. Like, I, I, I met you a, a couple of weeks ago, but I know people who have worked with you, and they found love and lasting relationships, and your batting average is, is pretty good. Is there a big difference in your business between your gay clients and your straight? Are we looking for different things? You know, I would say I clearly wanted to make sure that we're all looking for the same things. Mm -hmm. Which is love, I guess. Right, which is love. So we can't judge what that means. You know, I always tell people, are you looking for Mr. Right or are you looking for Mr. Right now? Because it's an expensive (laughs) service. Right. So, and the truth is, is that 
I, it really depends. You know, gay dating is a little bit different than I, I've noticed in my career as opposed to the street dating. Although, since gay marriage has been legalized, which is amazing, yeah. you see more people coming to me that really want that. Right. Yeah. They right. really do. They want the family. They want, they want the white picket fence. They do. What do you think about the dating apps, good or bad? Hate. Really? really. But why? Tell me why. why. I think that the dating apps really are, you, it's very hard to weed out people. And if someone really is serious, like let's say here you are, you're looking for a serious relationship. First of all, there's a screen. <laughs> and we can all lie our asses off. Oh yeah, Facetune, hello. And how many people get ghosted? Oh, how many yeah. people? They don't show up, you get ready to get on the date. And the I, think, I think the hard up. thing, I'm married and, and a good marriage, thank, thank God. But I think the hard thing for my single friends is they're willing to spend all this money on tickets to see Cher or Madonna. Or they're willing to spend all this money on great clothes. But to invest in a matchmaker is something that they'd have trouble justifying or, or doing. And I say to them all the time, like, you spend more money getting your eyebrows waxed. Like, this is such an important decision. It's a life-changing decision. I think it's a pride thing. Oh. I think yes. people don't want the help because they think that they can do it themselves and they don't want to admit that they how's it working maybe out need for a little assistance. How's it working out for you, Joey? Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> let's show, let's show. So Joey's on Grinder, which is a gay sort of, is it a dating app or is it a sex? I would sex? not consider it it's a, a dating app. app. Let's I would call it a, let, oh, Jesus. Come on, put really? it up, let's have a look I want want you to look at Joey's profile and give us your give us your honest (laughs) opinion let's be honest here so first of all pull it up let me have a look so this is um, this is Joey's profile on Grindr (laughs) first of all I noticed that there's no face it's just your body a shirtless torso (laughs) is Joey's so this is Joey I have to have some Joey I know Take well, no, no. Let's see what's going on there. That's my summer body, and my winter body carried into this summer. So that's so already year. That's already, already <laughs> Joey's false advertising his body. I'm already false advertising. It also says I'm 30. I'm definitely 31. Do you see? Do you see? I mean, but I don't care. I'm like, I'm, I accept. Let's my read age, a little bit. But, so this oh, is what Joey geez. says. Give us, give us your response to this. So this is his profile. Um, lost all chats. Wait, what? What? Lost all chats? Oh, when I lost all the chats. On I don't my know what that is. Which is certainly fun. <laughs> Uh, oh, less tapping, more talking. So that means like less tapping yeah, ass. So there's a tapping, uh, sort of, <laughs> there's a tapping feature on Grinder where you. It's basically a way of saying hi without saying hi. So that's my way of kind of being slightly snarky and saying just start a conversation with me instead of hitting a button. How do you feel about that, Rory? Good intro, bad intro. It's not a dating site. It's not no, it's your more like a come over and not- let's have a bottle of wine and see where it leads. Why don't you site. say that then? Wouldn't it be better off saying that? <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think it's a hookup site. You yeah. know, be who you are. Well, Put it out there, which you are. No gays are sense. being who they are on that Look thing. I'll tell you that much. The face-tuned abs I've seen on that are just <laughs> horrific. That is hilarious. <laughs> so we should get off the apps. We should meet yeah. people in person. Or maybe people should think about getting help and finding a matchmaker. Exactly. And you know what? I always say the word matchmaker is such a bad word to me. Do mm. I look like a matchmaker no. to you? No. I don't. I am a love agent. Yes. That's sexy. That, that's se- oh, so you call I yourself love a that. love agent. Absolutely. Uh, which of the housewives, I cut you off, you said, which of the housewives is most likely to find love? Did you say Ramona? We started talking about Ramona. So I have an opinion of all of them. Let's go through them all. Mm-hmm. Ramona, dateable, undateable? Ramona needs a little bit of coaching, which I know she's open to. She needs to. a lot of coaching. She means. Which she's, <laughs> so mean. she's not really 
And those big crazy eyes. She's not me. Girl, those eyes. Those eyes are so big. Hey, she's selling lots of wine. But is is she always whining? It's too much wine. You know what? With with men, I've seen her, you know, she puts it on. She puts on the show. But she's definitely more feminine. Right. And men like that. Oh, straight men. Is she looking, maybe some gay men. Is she looking for a knight in shining armor, though? Does she want to be rescued? No. No. That's good. No. No. Sonia, drunk old Sonia. I love her. (laughs) She's my favorite. Sonia. We fell out. I used to be really close, good friends with her. And we'd go to this bar called The Townhouse where there's a piano player. Oh, I love that place. Me and Sonia, I've seen her fall off more bar stools at at the Townhouse (laughs) than any gay boy ever in the history of that bar. I love her. What do you think about Sonia? Sonia needs a husband. What's that mean? A gay husband. Honey, Sonia's dateable, but she's definitely dateable in the gay world. Don't you think? Right. Yeah. Yeah, right. She's perfect. Sonia's not, although I've got to admit, Sonia's hooked up at the townhouse. Like, there's, there's straight guys that go with their gay friends there. I was there at the townhouse. There's this really cute guy who I assumed was just like adoring me. He was straight and he was like talking to me to talk to Sonia. She went home with him. Swear oh, to God. Good, good for her. Who else on the show? Countess. Oh, poor old Countess. I mean, I have also a soft spot for oh, her. I love her. Because of what she's going through right now. You know, I don't know if you guys watched the episode last night, but mm-hmm. Dorinda was brutal. What went wrong with Dorinda Whoa, last night? Went mental. I don't, mental. And I really loved Dorinda, but I felt like it was a little insensitive. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, the girl just came out of rehab. Don't put her back there. Yeah. Right. And she is. She's back there. What about, do you like Dorinda's um, big boyfriend? What's he called? John? John? Big Bird. I don't love John for Dorinda. Oh, you don't? I don't. don't Because I I think that it seems like also like she's a little bit more, I don't want to say embarrassed of him. You know, it's like, I'm okay. Like he's like the boyfriend. Like we need to hide him a little bit. Oh. You know, when you're proud Mm. of someone, you want someone on your arm. You want to admire. You want to show them off. Right. right, I don't find that. Right, wow. that's interesting. And then we've got to ask about the Queen of Mean, Bethany. Oh. Is she dateable? She's not dateable. No, Bethany, not. <laughs> she needs to be dating herself. I was going to say that or one of her Chanel coats in her closet. <laughs> or Bob. That'll give her Bethany more. Bethany uh... should be dating Bob. Right. Yeah, do, you know, right. do you know who Bob is? No. Who? No. Her battery operated boyfriend. <laughs> I was, wait, I knew battery was going to be the first word in that. I was like, I. <laughs> she could abuse it. Why can't she? Could love it. Put Rubbish. it in her nightstand. She doesn't need. Right. It, oh, you're it's right. Perfect. Right. Oh, that is perfect. When, when you were taping, when you were there for the episode that you taped, I'm sure it was a multi hour process. <laughs> Many even hours. Though, even though it was quite sh- relatively short on the show, um, the show's only an hour long. Yeah. And, uh, but it's lots and lots of hours. Is Bethany the Queen Bee during taping? Did you get a sense of that? So I think that Bethany thinks she's the queen bee during taping, mm. and she probably in the past was, but if you've been following, all the girls really slowly, slowly, except for Sonia and a little bit Luann, started to distance themselves they have. from her. Yes. She's the odd one out now. Yes. And then yes. losing Carol, so we were just talking at the top of the show about Carol quitting, being fired, whatever went down there. Are you shocked? Are you surprised? What are your feelings? So I'm not shocked because I didn't feel that Carol was really happy. Mm-hmm. And what was going on, Carol, in my opinion, from my experience, has too much class. Mm. And I don't see her to be like a mean girl, to be sitting here fighting. We're 54 years young. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Right. Yeah. It's not a good look. Yeah, I was always surprised she ever did it. Like when, when, when she signed up for the show. But, but I've got to say, though, she almost belittled the show. Even her statement, her exit statement, mm-hmm. was a little patronizing. Like, nobody forced you to yeah, do you it. Yeah, you know exactly what you You took you're the money into. for five years. Of course, like, that's what it is. Like, like you, I, I, I don't show a lot of pity sometimes because you know exactly what you're getting into. You know, producers are going to manipulate things in a way to make you guys fight and particularly more. Carol, who had worked in TV. 
TV. She Ex- knew exactly. TV. She knew what was going to happen. But I do think with the personalities on the show, you really don't know what you're signing up for also at the end of the day right. because you, you just don't know until you right, But, but to, quit, to quit when everything's going great, yeah. I get. But to quit when Bethany's turned on you... That, you know, I, I feel like it was a bit of a mean girl's here. I feel like Carol was pushed out a little bit. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, want, to go, I wouldn't go up against Bethany. She yeah. was once on a radio show and she called me a poor man's Perez. Oh, vicious. Oh, that is the biggest insult vicious. I have ever heard vicious. in my life. I loved it. Queen of me, baby. I loved it. Rory, where can we find you? Where can we find your services? Where can we follow you on social media? Tell us everything. You can find me on social media at Platinum Poir. Again. Platinum Poir on social Poir. media. Got darling, it. Got it. like hair in French. Yeah, fancy, fancy pants. And my my website is www.plantandpoids.com. Love Very it. Nice. Signing up tonight. You better. <laughs> and then give us give us give Joey particularly the one secret. What is the yeah? What's the secret How to a long lasting love? What's the secret in New York City? First of all, you need to call me. I will. Second of all, <laughs> as long as you whatever you're bringing to the table, be realistic of what to expect back. I expect a uh, hundred million dollar bank account. Not realistic. Uh, no, hundred million, baby. Exactly. Then that's what I deserve. Then you right. deserve hey, that's no, good that's, advice. But that's the key word to it, isn't it? It's like be realistic about yeah. it. Um, and it's not putting yourself down. It's not no. doubting how fabulous you are. It's just that you've got to be realistic in life about your goals. Your I think expectations. Are, that that's why it's called it? matchmaking. Right. Or not love. strive making. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, I, I think it's a good idea. If I was single I'd, I'd really think about it I, I i know some really cool people here in new york who shouldn't be single they're, they're really great people and in this city i think we all work so hard and we're also self-absorbed with our own jobs and what we do we don't make time for 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 love and i think we should look at that so sweet so sweet uh, where are I the tissues please i'm shocked at myself <laughs> Rory, you're the best. thank you for joining Thanks, us Rory. everybody check her out. and um there you go a little bit of matchmaker a little bit of love i love it isn't it great